0: Guys, there were eight more cards released. We just had a video come out Friday that had seven. 24 hours later, less than 24 hours later, there were eight more cards revealed. This is insanity. We're going to break them all down. We're going to get right on into it. Let's get into the first one, which is the fan. Fan the Flames. Let's go. Fan the Flames is an action. One cost inkable and... Simple, little itty-bitty ability of ready, chosen character. They can't quest for the rest of this term. Uh Pretty unique, pretty different, right? Like, this is a, a pretty interesting little effect. I like the untap effects. I, we can call it, like, the mini Moana, right? Very, very similar. I'm sure there'll be a lot of ruling questions asked for this one, too. But let's quickly get into the SWAT breakdown of it. That's what we're all here for. So let's, let's get on into that one, guys. Strength. It's inkable, cheap, flexible, surprise effect, great combo with characters who gain a benefit from banishing opposing characters, Aladdin, heroic, uh, outlaw, Milan, etc. Ready opposing bodyguards to save your characters from combat. Weakness, maybe a little too niche to play in certain decks. The opportunity, combined with rush characters to gain immediate surprise two for ones, technically two for twos when you've count in the fan the flames but you know neither horde nor there you probably still end up with removing two of their cards from the board threats you may not have room to play too many cards that need additional cards in this case impact characters on their own so while i like this card i think it's unique it's different uh one cost is really easy to fit into most curves on any particular turn if you kind of compare to sapphire's develop your brain uh that's a good example of okay on this turn i'm just gonna develop my brain and then filter in you know under under curve a little bit but still moving towards the game this is something very similar having you know if you're fortunate enough on turn four to rafiki plus fan the flames or on turn five to zeus plus fan the flames really great plays If your opponent thinks they're safe and they're going to hide behind their Hercules or hide behind their Zimba, and then all of a sudden you're like, nope, I'm going to fan the flames, untap your guy, and then I'm going to swing into your protected character, that's a lot of really powerful things that can happen. I don't want to spend too much time on this card. Straight up, I think the card's playable. It's just a matter of, in this game, how much room we're really going to have for actions and songs and items in general. I'm not certain yet for my personal opinion of the game that we're going to have like 20 to 25 actions in a deck. So if we're not going to have 20, 25 actions in the deck, we're going to be closer to like 12 to 16. Then it's, there's a chance that this card may only be good as like a combo oriented piece and not just a good card dot action that you're always going to play. Let's get into the next card. This one's really simple. It's break uh, for any of my, you know, old, well, or, Magic the Gathering fans, it's just naturalized, super simple, super easy. But, hey, let's break it down real quick. huh? See? Break it. Break it down. Break it. No? All right. Let's get into it. Break. Uh, Two-cost. Inkable. Action. Steal. Banish. Chosen item. And uh, that's it. Pretty great, right? (laughs) Straightforward, guys. The strength of break is it's inkable, it's cheap, it's flexible. High-impact versus mirrors. Or other draw engines, its weaknesses may be a little too niche, may not do enough to justify it. Opportunity is pre-sideboarding versus items. If items truly end up being this like really powerful standstill in the game, then cards like Break will definitely go up in value, and the more you can have, the better. However, the Threats is just in its own color. Beast Hardheaded is probably just better in most situations, and it leaves a better, more relevant threat on the field um so yeah like this card is great it does everything it's supposed to do it's straightforward it's helpful but in the end it's probably unnecessary like the fact that you already have a five cost character in the game that already does this ability for you has a body on it has lore then none of these things really are that important so this card is only going to be necessary in a world where you need to basically remove mira or remove uh, necklace or something like that before your opponent can get value out of it, and that's the one way I can see this maybe being necessary in main decks of thing. We also don't even know if we're gonna have sideboard yet, but hey, neither here nor there. Let's get in the next card. So this one is if it's not broke, and I love it. Right in this, right in the flavor test. Don't fix it. Just perfect. Uh, so this is a three-cost uninkable action for Sapphire. Return an item card from your discard to your hand. The strength of the card is it cannot really, you know, when we really kind of sort of look at this card, it's actually a little bit hard to evaluate because we don't have a whole lot of ways to utilize it yourself. And you're kind of relying in an awkward way for your opponent to destroy your items or banish your items. So unless we get more cards that are similar to frying pan, then... This card's gonna feel really awkward all in all. So it's really hard to actually like evaluate the true strength of this card without seeing more cards that you can play with it to ensure that you'll even get the effect of the card in itself. But nonetheless, weaknesses, it's uninkable, it's high cost. The opportunity is more self-banishing items, more looting, and threats are the lack of high-value targets. There is not enough item removal to justify this. And yeah, that's kind of just as straightforward as it gets because all the card looks cool, looks fun, looks good. Uh, There's not a whole lot of use for it because there's only two cards in the game that even destroy items and they're both from the same ink. So unless we start seeing a lot more item removal from like all different types of ink, then you don't even really have a reason to even care if items get destroyed. And then on top of that, unless you find a reason to actively destroy your own items, then also may not find any real use for this card. So this is probably more of an evergreen card as the game continues. Hopefully there's more reasons to utilize this card. Right now, seems seems not good. No, not good. Moving on. Hey, listen, we're like halfway through the video. If you haven't yet, let me know in the comments what your favorite card in the video is. You're gonna see them all by the end, but think about it now as you're going through what, what character, what item, what action, which one of these cards is really best for your gameplay and what you're excited to sleeve up or download into Pixelborn, however you're playing the game right now. Let me know in the comments below. If you haven't yet hit that subscribe button. So before I get too far into this video, right? Uh, This is kind of broken up into two parts. There was four cards that were released either late in the day on Friday or early in the day on Saturday. And then there was four cards released through the special event at Berlin. Shout out to all the guys there. I'm going to put your Twitters up, you know, here, 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 all that stuff, uh, for sharing all the cards. Really nice for you guys to, you know, kind of give back to the community and let us all see everything that was going on before your NDA kicked in. So thank you guys so much. Now, to put this again in perspective, the cards that are coming up don't have their full English versions yet, so I will do my best to – add the like German translator to the screen so we can kind of see what exactly what the cards do. But let's get into it. Let's talk about the first one which is the Musketeer Tabert. So the Musketeer Tabert is a four cost inkable or I'm sorry four cost uninkable card uh, for steel and it's an item which I love because it, it's it's an object when you translate from German that's just funny right little little tidbit there. But what it does is all for one and one for all each time one of your characters with protect or bodyguard is banished, you may draw one card and then it's flavor text is there is no such thing as a lone musketeer. So again, don't have the full English version yet. We just have these half kind of translated ones that Google translate did for us and it's mediocre good, but you know, we'll, we'll eventually get the real cards and that'll be great. So let's, let's look at this guys. Strength is, in the right shell, likely an amber steel, with a critical mass of bodyguard characters, you should be able to reliably draw an extra card each turn cycle, often on your opponent's turn. The weakness, of course, is it's unangleable, it's high cost, fours a ton, and it does not replace itself right away unless you play this and then like, run your Hercules into something and hopefully get a trade with Hercules and then draw a card back, but it's not like this card is actively drawing you this card, this card is just like there to help you get a card back for a card you're losing so you're still kind of like in a net negative in a way but you know i digress the opportunity is more characters with bodyguard especially low cost right now zimba the protective cub is the card's probably you know best counterpart uh but will gain value over time even if it's not right away and of course lastly the threats are you're still losing characters to draw cards It's more of a getting value from losing than a gaining value from advancing the game state. What I like about this card a bunch is it fits a theme um, for cards that we're hoping to see, right? So, like, now Bodyguard has a card that affects more Bodyguard, similar to the rest of the Musketeers. So it's really cool to, like, kind of compound that similar to Princesses with Moana, So we're really hoping that this is going to lead into other, you know, archetypes that we're really hoping for. So I I do love that this is what this card is representing. Kind of just, you know, a little tip of the hat to let us know, like, hey, there's more things like this going and you guys should, you know, should probably be excited about it. But for the card itself, four is a lot for an unlinkable item, specifically one that like doesn't have immediate value or any other value other than... When your guys die, you get to draw cards, which, like, obviously isn't the worst thing ever. This could be way worse. But four for, for an uninkable, it's a lot. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I, I'm excited to see exactly what this card may be able to do because the game is really tight on resources. So when you start adding all these ways to, you know, recruit all the, you know, all the resources you're losing, like all the bodyguard characters, you know, like Zimba, like... Um, Hercules that die to like way too many things, then might not feel too bad if you get the just draw a card every time they die. So, we'll have to see, we'll see what happens. Let's go to the next one. So, Maleficent Not Invited is a five cost inkable sapphire card, three strength, six moral power, and three lore on a vanilla character. And I know, right? Like, I get you guys, like, you guys are starting to hate this. I know you are. I know we've had so many vanilla characters, and I get it. But it's okay. I mean, this guy, like this chick right here. I mean, look at this. She has 3, she's just 3 lore on a 5 cost character. That's That's pretty good, guys. That's that's real good. Like that's hard to compete with. 6 health on a 5 cost with 3 lore? Uh sign me up. I can't wait to play this card if I'm being honest. Let's oof, Let's break her down. Maleficent, not invited. Her strengths are Uh, she's Scott's waifu. Listen, guys, Scott just, he just wants to be an anime nerd. It's fine. I, I don't judge, right? I'm not here to judge, but he wanted, he, he obviously wanted to let you guys know that in this, in this, you know, in this breakdown, he wanted to let you know that that was important. All right. That that was a strength. He wanted to let you guys know that that was a strength of the card. That's all I'm saying. No judgment guys. No judgment. You judge however you want. Okay. Love you, Scott. Inkable, extremely high lore value, and for a 5-drop. Solid stats for a 5-drop. Forces opponent to deal with her right away, or she will win you the game. I mean, seriously, guys, 3 lore and a 5 cost, is that is totally pressing uh, all types of numbers. 3 strength gives her a solid value on defense. It's it's not the worst thing ever. It pairs really well with a lot of different types of removal, uh, specifically grab your sword and tinkerbell and things like that. This is going to be a great card for that, you know, steel sapphire deck, if I'm, you know, if I'm being honest. The weakness here, it it does not trade off the board offensively, although defensively she will eventually trade with most on-curve characters, which is really nice because she gets to live through most of their attacks and then, you know, hang around and do more stuff or cause your opponent to find another way. The opportunity is she sings let it go and grab your sword if needed very hard for steel to deal with five cost removal trades with her on curve and she's very solidly paired with ruby emerald steel kind of like all of the above but yeah um threats she may not trade favorable on curve depending on what they can back up with challenges with example uh cerebus and fire the cannons but overall she will always gain value because of her threat at all times yeah i mean this is a this is a special one i I, th- it's really exciting to see a card like this you know we've been wondering what we're gonna do with our ramp for like ever now and now you have you know a pretty good card to play on four and now you have this really great card another really great card to play on four. So you're getting all these reasons to like play one jump ahead and play mickey mouse detective again because if this is your like four drop because you ramped into it it's really powerful you're you're pressing you know really quickly on the lore gains through one card and they have to find an answer to it and on four there's not a whole lot of ways to do that the trades really aren't there either i mean zeus runs into it and lives which is great but then if you want a she just swings back into him still it's still alive she's still a threat or you just trade off one of your other random characters or you just you know you hit it with a tinkerbell whatever you want to do there's going to be options to do so and she's still going to be around so yeah Really, really powerful card. Very much looking forward to this Maleficent and all of the damage she's going to be doing. Uh, tons and tons of damage, guys. It's just insanity. Oh, okay. So, we're a little out of order here. That's okay. Uh, because Ursula's shell necklace was worth waiting for. I mean, seriously, guys. When this was first revealed, my initial reaction was like, eh, we don't have enough songs. It'll probably be okay in Chapter 1. you know, Who knows? But like evergreen wise, this card's awesome. It'll always gain value. The more and more sets that come out, uh, the more and more songs that'll come out, and the more and more value this card will start to gain. And then today, while testing for Meta Monday, um, played some games with this card. Watch Scott play some games with this card too. Guess what, guys? This card's real good. And Scott's gonna break that all down for you in Meta Mon- Monday tomorrow. But man, this card is so good. Let's break them down. Ursula's shell necklace. Three cost uninkable amber card. It's an item and it has the ability now sing. Whenever you play a song, you may pay one resource or one cost to draw a card. So this is really, really simple. Or exert my Zimba, my two-cost Zimba cub, right? Play be our guest. Be our guest triggers. We reveal four cards get a character, put it in our hand, and then pay one more, draw a card because of this. Yep. Just that simple. Tap, exert my guy, play my song for free, and then for one more cost, to play my song for free, one more cost, draw a card. It's pretty good, guys. Just, I promise you, it's really good. Can't wait to see more of it. The Strength. Deceptively incredible. Uh, like One more time. Deceptively incredible can't lie about this one this is a powerhouse item here guys this one i know i'm gonna catch some flack about this from a good friend of mine on twitter he's gonna send all his flounders at me ursula's necklace is better than magic mirror i promise you don't don't hate on the comments too much i just don't don't hate the comments too much able to be used more than once per turn normally replaces itself on curve turn four on on average and then on out you are simply drawn at will amazing with ariel's spectacular singer the weaknesses of course it's uninkable current decks with it have a large number of uninkables loses tempo from singing the song the first time can't do much about that the opportunity is heavy song decks in a premier card draw consistent card draw uh and play you know play smaller amber packages for the maximum control effect the threats obviously beast hardened head critical mass of uninkables, and you know, we have to mention break now, right? Yeah, this, this card is exciting. Uh, just playing a very limited amount of games and watching a very limited amount of games with it already, it's been fun. Uh, it's a little bit broken in pixel born. Uh, hopefully, they get it fixed soon. You're actually able to like cheat, which I try very hard not to do on purpose. Uh, but basically, like it. Right now, you can go to a negative in cost, which is you don't want to be able to do that. You obviously don't to do that in real, you know, in tabletop. So, nonetheless, hopefully, it gets fixed soon. But this card is really good. It's it it just replaces itself almost instantly, and just like I mean, there was games today where like I had eight or nine or like ten cards in my hand. I'm going to leave it for tomorrow for Scott to tell you all more, you know, way more about this for Meta Monday. So definitely hit subscribe. Check out Meta Monday tomorrow because I guarantee you this card will be a highlight of it along with among other things that were released this week. But this is definitely one of the cards on the rise. Hey, just want to quickly interrupt. uh, Got the merch in. This is the sweatshirt. Just saying would really help us out. If you guys are interested in supporting the Forbidden Mountain, you want to be an extra special member of the community. You want to represent at Gen Con. Pick up the merch in the website description below thank you guys for so much for doing so aladdin the street boy so aladdin is a three cost inkable ruby card that has two strength two willpower and one lore and he has the ability of when played remove one lore from each opponent uh again i'll put the put it up here so we can see it for everyone in the translation but let's just get right on into this guy his strength Helps you shift Aladdin Heroic Outlaw within Ruby. Inkable, when you do not draw Heroic Outlaw, he's better than Aladdin Prince Ali. Solid multiplayer, if that's what you're into, of course. And you can play on turn four into Aladdin Heroic Outlaw on five. And um, hey, guys, listen, when you you make that play, um, just super clear, but uh, that means your Heroic Outlaw will have Rush and immediate impact on the board to steal lore after you just like stole a lore with this guy. It's, it's, it's going to be pretty good. I'm excited. This guy makes me excited. He really does. Weakness of course is he challenged base stats are real bad and he is no Maleficent sorcerer. He's not, you know, he's definitely not drawing himself out of it. He is pretty weak and yeah. Um, the opportunity here is to combine with Rapunzel to reach a critical mass of lore removal, especially if more is coming. Definitely no more ways. You know, uh, I see, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people going, Oh, removes one lore is not enough. Well, if you have like three or four or five cards that all remove lore, that's not one lore. That's one, two, three, four, five. It, it's a bunch of lore. And, in this game, it's not that easy to come by. So if you're just constantly taking it from your opponent, it's like, nope, can't have that. Nope, can't have it. You know, little Dikemba Matambo, not in my house. Not then, uh, my house. yeah, um, it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty. I actually think it'll be more of the more annoying things to play against if there is a nice critical mass of it. Just saying, just, just my opinion. Threats cannot really be exerted, or rush characters will take them out. Uh, You will normally want to play him on turn four. So if you go second, then Captain Hook and Fire the Cannons, you know, will easily banish him. And if we're being honest, guys, um, for this guy, uh, similar to all things with two health, just about everything banishes you now. So the list is very, very long. It's it's very, very long. It really, really is. I'm really excited that we got an Aladdin in Ruby. Uh, I am definitely looking forward like in all honesty to the art breakdown of this because there's a lot, there's a lot to be learned in this. And I'm looking for like a better, uh, like a better image. Obviously I'm I'm very, very excited to get better images in general for this, but all in all, I think the card's pretty exciting and I'm not sure I can be all that upset about it at all. So, you know, it's fine. Let's get, let's, let's move on to the next one. Prince Philip, the dragon tamer. I mean, guys, That's a sick name, right? I think it is. I think it's a sick name. (laughs) Let's break them down. Prince Philip is a four-cost, uninkable amber character with three strength, three willpower, and two lore. And he has the ability, if this character challenges another character and is thus banished, you may banish this challenge character. I'm sorry, you may banish the challenge character. So um, just to try and make this clear because it's a pretty confusing wording from the translation. It's the opposite of Cheshire cat. So Cheshire cat is when this is cha- or when this is banished while being challenged, it banishes the thing that banished. It this is the same thing. It's like, except on attacking. So you have to be challenging with Prince Philip and Prince Philip has to be banished. And then therefore he will banish the card that banished him. Super weird wording, but that's the way it's going to work. So just wanted to clarify that up in case there was any issues. So the strength. He may gain tempo when played in the late game. 2-Lore makes him a threat at 4. Weakness, uninkable. 3 willpower is quite low. The fact that he has to be challenging for his ability to matter means connecting with him in the first time is highly unlikely. Uh, The opportunity, of course, is Prince Synergy incoming. Maybe Amber has enough recursion to get use out of him throughout the game, and it shines in the late game, such so playing him more than once. So you know, with your uh, you know with your Hades and your songs that recur, the character as well. There's a way to like repeatedly get this guy back, and he's just like, I'm just gonna continuously banish your cards whether or not they're you know doesn't really matter what they are unless they're of course they're evasive then you can't do anything with them but hey either way, let's finish this guy the the threats immediately of course are rafiki floatsome smash zeus uh tinkerbell or effect uh is just all of the above right guys like he's he's got three health he costs four he can definitely die you know he can be banished pretty easily let's let's be honest so Um, I do like the card. I like him a bunch, actually. I like his ability. I like that they continuously keep creating, you know, inverses of effects that are really good and also kind of, like, fitting. The art on this is, again, like, just, you know, so good, so incredible. Um, I, I, I can't say enough about it. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, like, a full resolution version of this. The English translation hopefully is a little bit better than this, you know, the German website that was used, but etc. etc. Um, that's eight cards. We went through eight cards today, guys. Seriously, let me know like which of these cards that you like the most. I can tell you that mine is the necklace, that's for sure, but there are some good ones here. There's some playable cards, and in the last couple of days, we've seen like 20 cards this week. I think it's been a lot. We're getting closer and closer to the end of the set and we've been breaking them down literally nonstop on the channel here. So check out this video right here. If you're In case you missed anything, seven more on that one. There's five more in on another one. we are just keep it going, guys. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. Join the Forbidden Mountain community in the Discord. Link is in the description below. See you guys in the next video.